Hey, Buka. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Consider this episode to be an upgrade from the preparation of me talking and communicating with you on that level, okay? This is more up close and personal, okay? Thank you. I'm being led to get on here regarding you. Hallelujah. God says, get on there. Talk to him because he is your family. He's a part of you and David's lives forever. You are a family. And he wants me to communicate on that level. And before I even go any further regarding it, there's nothing that I would ever hide from you. You know, sometimes we hear things that people forgot to mention and we like, oh, okay, but we don't say nothing like they didn't say that. That would never be, you understand, our testimony, period, our ministry, period, our understanding, period, our relationship, period, regarding me, you, and my son, David. You hear me? You know, um, if anybody knows other than me and David what goes on in our home, you know, it's you because you, you know, God is having you to hear because you're a part of us. God said you are our family. You know, you are before you become naturally. And God always speaks from that place. You understand the eternal place. I um, I want to say it's not some days when it seems like we got to press more and stir ourselves up a little more. Consider that to be the day for me. I had to really press my way into stirring myself up a lot today. And it happens. It really do. But honestly, I was talking to God and I was like, Father, I am really starting to long for this man's presence to be alongside with me in such a way I can feel the separation of him being away much more now. It's like you the other half of me and I want that portion over here. I want your part over here. I want what's on the inside of you, what's also on the inside of me over here alongside with me. I want to hear from you. I want to see more of you. It's not about just me saying I do. I'm mer- oh, When I say I do to you, I do to God's will. I do to God's plan. I do to salvation. I do to restoration. I do to redemption. I do to communion. I do to resurrection power. I do. You understand? Until every soul being won back in the kingdom, I do. You know, regarding my patience, I do. My faith, I do. A lot of times we so focus on, you know, not moving, but we still following after Christ. So we're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, we think we're moving. No, we're not going anywhere. We deciding continuously to bless the Lord, to follow the Lord, to be Christ-like. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. You make a decision constantly, you know, to say yes to God. So I do to you, I do to the God in you, I do to everything about you. Yes, I do. And I was like, God, when he talks, I hear myself, you know, how he feel. I can feel it within me. And I was saying, you know, the more I learn about him, the more I'm learning about myself. You know, I see me in you and I feel you and see you in me. And 
You know what's so amazing? I just received revelation is that you would think that your part would be over here with my part and my part would connect with your part. God say it's the other way around. I'm carrying you. You're carrying me. You connecting back to the other part of you and I'm connected back to the other part of me, what you are carrying. Yeah. I'm longing for what you are carrying. Yes. So much, Buka. I was, you know, a little restless last night. I, didn't, I wasn't able to really sleep. And God had me to record on here like I was talking to you as if you were right here with me. And I fell asleep and slept so good. But I had to wake up and erase the episode. <laughs> yeah. But sweetheart, the reason why I'm on here... It's because I'm longing to just be alongside with you. God said, Quenisha, why do you want to be with him so much right now? And my answer is only heartfelt just to enjoy the rest of my life being beside you. And that goes for, you know, spirit, soul, and body. It goes for, you know, the area of, you know, our mental state, our physical state, emotional state, and spiritual state, sweetheart. Yes, you as a being, you as a creation, you as a son of God, you as being in God's image and God's likeness. Yes, I'm longing just to enjoy the rest of my life beside you, listening to you, watching you, you know, praying with you, everything. I want to lay with you right now. I want you to come over here and be with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I want to come over there, be with you. You know, I really just want to just take it in, you know, how it is just receiving, you know, being that grateful to just lie beside you with no other thought to come to mind, but just being grateful that I'm lying right here with you. And I want you to hold me. I want you to hug me. You know, I get my hugs from you due to watching you hug other people. You know, I can feel your hugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound cheesy. I'm real honest. <laughs> I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I've never been better. Yes, these tears of gratification. I had a visitation today from Gabriel and Michael. Now, you know two archangels come at the same time. That's a powerful visitation. And they came. And the reason why is because God wanted me to, you know, talk to you about, you know, my experience so you would know because you are family. You're in me and my son's, you know, life. And my son, I was going to talk to him about it, but he's going with his father. <laughs> and I want to wait till he come back on Sunday and talk to him because he has no idea that he was, I mean, not, it not was, but he is a younger brother, you know, he, he to, you know, my child who went home to be with the Lord. He has no idea that he has an older brother that went home to be with the Lord. In other words. Yeah. And God want me to talk to you about that. Yeah. Because he don't want you to hear, 
you know, or see the subject and matter, like pictures, photos, and books, and you see it and like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, she didn't say that. Because honestly, sweetie, my plan, that's why we under God's plan, in God's will, because my plan was not to ever mention it ever again. And it's like I just walked away from it and just, you know, continue on with my life. But let me tell you, when I was 20, I given birth to a little boy named Quintez. And, you know, Quintez, I named him because of Quinesha. <laughs> and, his, you know, his father, you know, is Panamanian. So those Spanish type of names, you know, so Quintez, that went perfectly with, you know, Quinesha. And I give him birth to this beautiful, bright-skinned, hairy little boy on September the 11th, which everybody was like, a 9-11 baby, how much of a blessing, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how my son David, you know, Valentine's baby, and this is a 9-11 baby, <laughs> but he was here before David, and three years before David, and... He'd be, he would have been 18, yeah, and what, um, he was such, you know, so smiley. You know, I didn't have that much time with him. You know, it's not too many memories, but they're enough. You know, I used to crochet his hats and his socks to match, you know, all the time. I'd take, sit him down on the couch to take pictures just to keep him in his baby book, you know, because, you know, a mom, you know. <laughs> You know, first time mom, making sure everything go by the book, you know, all the gifts and everything, you know, make sure I just, you know, enjoy them with him. And I didn't do a crib. I did a bassinet and such a beautiful little boy, you know, very hairy, hair full of hair like my son. And they get it from me. You know, I was born very hairy. <laughs> yeah. But I, um enjoy you know time spent with him and out of everything to remember this kid from to be you know only like six weeks here in the earth and even before like not i'm talking about like even you know even four weeks you know out of the womb he was the type of child if he's hungry you're gonna know he pull and tug on my shirt you know, no matter where i'm where i am you know i did half and half i nursed and i did formula you know, because just, you know, under different circumstances, sometimes it just, it hurts so bad that you don't even want to do it anymore. Yeah, especially if a child, you know, mouth feel like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yes. And, oh my God, I was like, this stuff hurts. So, you know, I did half and half, but he didn't care where I was. He had wrinkled my shirt because any child, you know, has a mom who nursed. If they're near her chest, they're going to smell it and they're going to let it be known. That's what I want. And they're trying to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. And I thank God for people respecting that, you know, like, okay, he's just a baby. You know, she's your mom who's there. So they, I would, you know, give my privacy space and whatever, excuse myself. But, you know, six weeks after he was born, you know, um, you know, some of us moms sometimes when our babies to sleep with us in our bed, you know, they have a crib or a bassinet, whatever, you know, you just want your child with you, but you make sure they're safe in the bed beside you. 
So I lied beside him that night and had the TV on because I'm a person that, you know, used to keep the, well, used to be a person that keep the TV on all night just to have things, you know, playing the atmosphere because I grew up not liking the dark, you know, because of all the scary movies we grew up watching. It, it traumatized me as a kid. Thank God for healing from that. But um, I woke up and he was very still. And I was like, why is he so still? So, you know, I looked at his mouth. His mouth is purple. I said, let me see if he's cold. And I was like, no, he's still a little warm, which means that it wasn't long that he, you know, went home to be with the Lord because his body was still warm. And, you know, I, I called my mom. I alarmed her about it. She was like, call, you know, the ambulance. I mean, you know, 911, the paramedics, I called them. And my son's going to call me, okay, Buka, in five minutes. And the paramedics was, like, pretty much coaching me on the phone, like, okay, CPR, first aid. And as I was doing it, I would blow in, you know, air in his body and his chest just rise up. But it would just exit right back out. So I did that until the ambulance and them got there. They carried him out and they carried him out, sweetheart, and... All of a sudden, I was like, um, like, wow, you know, I was very, you know, stunned, like all this was happening, you know, like, what is happening with my baby? What's going on with my baby? They was like, calm down, mom, calm down. So they had me drive, you know, in a different vehicle than him, you know, we, excuse me, not drive, but, you know, ride in a different vehicle than him because they was trying to revive him. They don't want, you know, no one to see that you know, a loved one, you know, relative to see that. And once we got to the hospital, it was like, we started to inform you that, you know, your baby, you know, didn't make it. And now, you know, pretty much collapsed. My mom, my sister, my brother, my family, coworkers, all of them was there supporting me. And I just, I was like, what, is, what happened? Like, what happened to my baby? He's like, no, go get my baby. Go get my baby. I was like, you know, calm down, calm down. And then we went to the morgue, you know, to make sure to identify and study them, have me look at him on the screen what they did was they, you know, took a picture and given it to me to have to keep. And he looked like he was just sleep so peaceful. And I couldn't take all that in. That was too much. Then we had a gathering. Everybody came over to support and just, you know, love on me, you know, with cards and all kinds of gifts and stuff. And I snapped. I snapped. I snapped. Uh, it, was, it was very uncontrollably, you know, it was kind of alarming people. They was like, you know what? You're scaring us. You got to come back. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. No, stay with us, Quenisha, because I was losing my mind. I was, we always say that all the time. You go ahead and lose my mind. No, I was losing my mind. I was losing the sense of reality, period. I was like, oh my God, what just happened? What just happened? My baby, my baby, my baby. Go get my baby, my baby. And I would try to get the things and, you know, get his baby bag. And like, I'm going to get my baby, you know, and... They was like, if you don't calm down, we're going to have to call, you know, the doctor to come and give you a shot on the side of your thigh. You don't want that big needle because when once anyone get that needle, they will never be the same again. You're going to be a, a very calm vegetable. And the only good thing that you will be able to do is be in the psychic board, just roaming around, you know, you know, off of that type of medication. You don't want that. And I calmed down the best way I could because I didn't want them to call because they were getting scared of my, you know, I was snapping. I was losing it. I was, you know, 
doing things. I was breaking stuff and, you know, I was going off, you know, like, where's my baby? I just given birth to this baby. Yeah. And I had to plan for the homegoing service and, you know, you had to plan quickly because, you know, he was six weeks old, you know, he don't have no bone yet at college, you know, so that stuff deteriorate, you know, even faster. So, you know, I, um, I was like, I, you know, I snapped, you know, I had to gain sense again and, you know, and I was, you know, always walk past the couch and sometimes I would glance and, you know, I thought I saw him sitting there like I used to have him sitting there taking pictures. And I realized that day when I thought I seen him by double looking, making sure I wasn't tripping, I knew right then and there that I needed some help, some type of counseling regarding this trauma I just witnessed, you know, because it's not easy to wake up to your child unresponsive. You're giving your baby six weeks old, you CPR, you understand? And then they, they grabbing this little baby out the house and, you know, all of that. It was, about, and then you look at the picture of the baby in the morgue, you know, all of that. And I couldn't take all of that. I couldn't take it. And then, um, they were calm, trying to calm me down. And then, um, didn't really want to eat, didn't want to do anything, you know, um, didn't want, I never went back in that room again where, where I, when I was asleep beside him. Yeah. And I knew that I needed that help when I thought I seen him when he wasn't there. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm traumatized. You know, something wrong with me. Okay. Quenisha, you got to snap out of it. I said, I should, you know, reach out and let my mom and them know that I might need to talk to somebody or get some type of counseling. And then I said, no, God, you know, he got me. He gonna, you know, he going to help me do it. I don't want to say anything. I don't want nobody to think I'm cuckoo or crazy. Let me just, you know, get make it the best of it. And that's when anxiety first started for me. You know, I was started feeling dizzy. My heart rate was, you know, I was hyperventilating all kinds of things. I was like, oh, my God, but I didn't know what quote unquote anxiety was. I just knew that my body was going through every symptom that I'm aware of the symptoms now. And I was like, but I didn't tell anybody. I never told anybody every time that episodes and stuff like that came. I just prayed it away, prayed it away. Because I didn't want anyone to know, you know. I didn't want anyone to panic or be alarmed about me, you know. And I didn't, you know, like I told my mom, you know, once we started packing and I left, you know, I said just, you know, all the pictures and everything, just keep them up in, the, you know, storage, keep them up in a box. You know, she said, you don't want any of this. No, I don't want any of it. None of the clothes. I don't want any of the clothes. I don't want nothing. The best and that get rid of all of it. And you know, I um, used to ask God when it first started happening. You know, to show me what my son is doing, and God would show me every time him twirling him in the air, the angels playing with him and doing things with him, always having fun. But then that one time, God came to me and said, "You want to know what he's doing?" And God knew what my heart was feeling like. That's why He asked. And I said, no, I don't want to see what he's doing. And God is just having it in my heart. You want to see him? You want to see what he's doing in the kingdom? No. I don't even want to talk about him, God. And trying to ignore it, that's not going to help. You know, trying to walk away as if it never happened. You can't, You no, you can't pretend that never happened. You can't even try to block it out or blot it out. God said, because Quenisha, you have a son. You have a son in heaven, and I broke down, and I realized that he is in heaven. I gave him birth to a baby who went to be home with the Lord, you know. 
I am okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more than okay. Yeah. These just tears of, you know, <laughs> you know, and um, I didn't know that it affected me. I tried to ignore it. I tried to, you know, just, I didn't, I never mentioned it to my son. He has no idea. He never seen a picture. Don't even know, he don't even know he existed. And God said, Quenisha, now this is your moment. This is your moment to let your son know and tell Dwight to tell him about your baby. Yeah. The reason why is because I was blaming myself. I was like, <laughs> I failed him. I felt like, you know, I should have stayed up all night and watched over him. You know, I was blaming myself. And God said, Quenisha, it's not your fault. And before the autopsy came back, I was like, I hope, I pray to God. Excuse me, sweetheart. And I, you know, God said, Quenisha, it's not your fault. Stop blaming yourself. Stop blaming yourself. It is not your fault. You did a great job as a mother. You are a great mother. You are one of the best mothers a kid can ask for. <laughs> and, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, I had to go through that. I didn't want to go through that. Then my father, you know, I didn't want to tell him. You know, he found out and they made sure he made it to the service. But he but inmates go after, you know, the family or way before the family. And he didn't know what to say to me. Like, sorry, daughter, that happened to you. And and God always had me to see the the best side of it. The you know, the, you know, the brighter side of it is where he is. He's not gone. He's not away with. You know, he's in the kingdom. You know, God said, you have a baby in the kingdom. You can spend the rest of your life. You will spend the rest of your life with your baby in the kingdom. I'm so proud of you, Quenisha. You have a baby in the kingdom. And I was like, God, you know. And God said, Quenisha, today he said, you know, Quenisha, I said, yes. How do you feel now about it? I feel better. How do you feel talking about it? I feel better because, sweetheart, God would not have it. And I wouldn't even want it that way where you just up and see pictures and hear the name or something. Be like, who is that? They'd be like, oh, you. Oh, and people get quiet. Like, well, she must didn't tell them. Because, you know, people don't mention it around me because if I don't mention it, they don't mention it. And sometimes we go through the pictures and stuff, but not to see his, but we just see pictures and his will come up. And I, they look at me like, oh, God, we just showed the picture. How's she going to take it? Let's look and see. Hopefully she don't, you know, cry, kirk off. We don't know her reaction. Let's just, you know, hurry up and get to the next picture. And I don't want that for anybody. I don't want no one to walk on eggshells anymore because they're afraid or skeptical or, you know, wondering how I'm going to take it. And my mom knew it was a problem once I said, I don't want anything. She said, why don't you get some of your pictures and hang them up? I don't want I don't want to just keep them there, please. You know, and I um oh god. Oh god, so oh, oh baby. 
Oh, you're such a beautiful baby. Inside out. Oh, my goodness. That's the first baby I seen with, you know, a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was very hairy. You know, I still am for real. But, you know, as a baby, oh, God. My son was, you know, DJ. And, you know, Quintess was, too. But, um... I miss him putting on my shirt, wanting to, you know, eat. <laughs> he could smell the food, you know, in my shirt. <laughs> you know, it's time to nurse. I smell it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. He yank on my shirt to be so young. He was strong. And he was one of them kids that's shaped like they work out. But, you know, you could tell their, you know, their form that, oh, yeah, this going to be like a solid muscle-bound looking kid. <laughs> yeah. He had huge forearms, you know, it's so beautiful, but he's so, you know, just smile all the time. And I had no idea that night I was lying down with him. That'd be the night that he goes to the kingdom. And God showed me his spirit just smiling so bright. And he waved at me like, hi. I never seen him smell like that before. I was like, oh my goodness, you're happy where you are. <laughs> yes, I'm in the kingdom. And I just thank God so much, sweetie, that I'm better now. Yes, talking to you about it. I couldn't hide that. And I did not hide it, but I didn't want to just not mention it to you. That's very important to mention. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I say, do you want to see him now, Quenisha? Yeah, what is he doing? I'm playing? <laughs> Sweetheart, I wonder what God is trying to say to me regarding your name. Um, your middle initial and the J. God show me CJ. Do people call you CJ or back in the day called you CJ when you were a kid? I don't know. God saying, I was like, maybe he knows somebody named CJ. God said, no, he pointed to your middle name and the J. And I was like, CJ. Yeah, it's about you. Yeah, CJ. I don't know. He just you know, kept saying CJ today and yesterday about your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My son go with his dad this weekend. I, I really want him to be here this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to be here. But it's okay. It's all right. I don't want to just, you know, let him go with his dad. I know he's looking forward to that. The guy had me to talk to you. He said, you know, just talk to you and tell you. Yeah, I feel so much better. God said you can see him whenever you want. You can touch him supernaturally in a vision. You can hold him in a vision all you want. You know, he's your baby. You can't, you know, ignore that. Don't, don't want to ignore that. Yeah. And I don't. 
Yeah, I had to really receive today. I knew something powerful was going to happen because Michael and Gabriel came. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, Michael and Gabriel came. Yeah. And I thank God for it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God's presence is so powerful. I see you, Father. Thank you. Yes, sweetheart. It's good to calm down. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you. I thank God for you. I was saying, God. I just want to be in his presence. I want to do more with, you know, him. I want to, you know, just, you know, do more. I want more. I'm respecting more, you know, more than just us like this, sweetie. I want more. I want to hear your voice. I want to encounter being in your presence. I want us to hang out and do things. I need you over here. Yeah, and today I put on my shoes, I got my purse, and I was like, I'm going to go get him, Father. And God said, Quenisha, that is not in order. Take your shoes off, put your purse down, take your coat off. <laughs> That's not in order, Quenisha. I was like, God. And it's not just to be with you, the sense of in a relationship. No, it's to have you. You know, in my life, to be with me because you're a part of my life. You know, what's in you, I want over here. I want to encounter you over here. I want to hear you over here. I hear you talk to people. I hear you see people and hug people and go out with people and do things with people. I want that for me. <laughs> I just sound like a big kid, didn't I? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 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 I just yeah, I just sound like a big baby. <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> yes, mom, I caught it. <laughs> God say it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. God say you meant that. You felt that. <laughs> it's okay. Yes, sweetie. I love you. I'm about to ask myself, Father, can he come tomorrow? So let me just get off of here and try to ask, can he come tomorrow? Because I really want him here tonight. I do. He's walking in the door now. So greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. Thank you for listening to the testimony. Hey, buddy. Hey, <laughs> I saw you.